Okay. Um, uh, so, let us start. Well, first of all, hello to anyone else who's listening to this while we are recording. This is the first episode of Ethnic Speakers, and I just came up with that name on the fly. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, but for our first topic of discussion today, I think we all agreed to do the model minority, correct? Yep. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, did you guys want to start us off with like a quote that you would right, like to so discuss am about? I supposed to be hearing you guys talking right now because I can't hear anything. Oh, you can't hear? Oh, shoot. Oh. Um. <laughs> what is going on? You can't hear right now? Yeah. We, uh. You should hear it from the anchor thing. Yeah. I hear like pretty much everybody. Alright, when he comes back, we'll restart. <laughs> okay. Um, uh... Like I said, I could record like long clips on here, I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, because um, I was thinking that, that if you guys wanted to, let's do. Um, uh, did you guys want to do it one by one? Like one of us reads out a topic that we found interesting from our research, and then we discuss it for a bit, then we move on to the next topic. Uh, yeah, sure. I would do that. Okay. All right, testing. Everyone here. Everyone here. I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. Technical difficulties on the first one is always like, you know, expected. Um, expected. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but the resource I'm using is um from the USC uh organization like EDU organization, so like oh, okay. Yeah, it's basically a bunch of um, kind of like student like insights of their own personal. Okay. Like, yeah. So I don't know if I should start out with that. I could probably be like a middle part. Mm-hmm. Okay, because mine is from is from is from Harvard dot edu from uh-huh. their Asian Americans in the Law volume. It's like Volume Five, Issue One, and it has a quote that I think is. Really interesting as it pertains to the model minority. Yeah. Here, how about okay? I say I could go right after you. Okay. So me yeah. then you. Yeah. So I could like talk about like the student like, you know, uh, narratives that they spoke about. Model minority, and like at the end, if you guys want, we could uh, talk about I guess our own experiences. Okay. Well, we'll see how much time we have left if we go through four people who all have their own quotes that require discussion, correct? Not going to lie, I I didn't look through many articles. I don't think I have a quote right now. I mean, mean, that's fine. You don't need to read through many. In fact, you just need to read just one and then bring something that you think is interesting about that article to our discussion. Let's go final one real quick. Because um, uh, I literally just typed in model minority myth inside Google, clicked on the Harvard Law, and then I called it a day. <laughs> All right. Let me look. <laughs> hmm. 
Um, where was our other group member? Duesh. Uh, yeah, Duesh. I don't think I ever spoke to them this whole entire quarter. To be honest. Yeah. He replied, or they. I'm not, I'm not sure if it's even. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they replied in the chat multiple times. So it's like, I don't know. They know, I guess. They don't. I'll probably start off the recording by saying, hey, gr- greetings, we are the Ethnic Speakers Podcast for our first debut episode. Please forgive us if we are down one host because we only have four members. How does that sound? Can you hear me? Yeah. Um, Wait, yeah. Can everybody hear each other? Yes. Okay. I think so. Yeah. You're, you're good, Jerry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure if you guys could hear me. Oh, no. We can hear you. We're all good. All good here. All right. So right now, we're at like six minutes almost. Did you want me to start yeah. right at six? The intro? Uh, yeah. All right. Getting ready? Mm-hmm. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first debut episodes of the Ethnic Speaker Podcast. I forgive, I, I'm a, I beg your forgiveness because we are down one member. Mr. Bandaiu could unfortunately not meet with us for this episode, but he will hopefully be meeting with us next, going on next episode, episode two, where we'll be discussing um, uh, multiculturalism. But first, this week's to- the topic of this week's episode is... Um, uh, is is the model minority myth and how and its effects on the Asian and com- on Asian American community at large? So, um, I will start off first by reading my quote. So the way that this structure is going to work, um, uh, dear audience members, is that the is that we are going to each um uh, talk about the quote and then there will be discussion and then we will move through the group members. So for our very first uh, quote, I found this on the HarvardLaw.edu. And it's and it's from a and it's from a um, article completely detailing the model minority myth, it and it's and and I quote it states perhaps the most problematic aspect of the model minority argument, however, is an underlying methodolog- methodological shortcoming, an inability to account for the nuanced composition of the Asian American community itself. As we see in a snapshot of the Asian American community, the Asian American community encompasses a diverse group. What's more, that diversity has direct implications for the very indicators touted as success stories under the modern minority rationale. In short, while Asian Americans as a whole may be doing well across a number of important indicators, an examination of the various groups within reveals a more complex story. End quote. The reason why I chose this quote in particular is because of the way that it the way it specifically highlights how there was a lot of diversity underneath the Asian American quote unquote umbrella or banner. So even though everyone is universally called Asian American, the different ethnicities are wildly different financially, ethnically, and culturally. They are all distinct, but America has grouped them together. And I would like to hear from my fellow um, uh, podcast members what their opinions on this quote. Um. Uh, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, I totally think that the model minority myth—it's an umbrella term that kind of uh takes away the authenticity of what it means to be Asian American and all the the communities and experiences that make up the Asian American community. 
Um, it kind of discredits the diverse backgrounds that a lot of uh, members of the Asian American community come from. And um, it's very harmful to, I guess, uh, creating a truly multicultural America. Yeah, definitely. I can uh, agree with that because when you like group these uh, like different cultural like like cultural um, ethnicities like within this uh, umbrella group, it's basically kind of um, how you say uh, it. Like you can't really make them like distinct because like when people like talk about um the model minority for Asian Americans, it's just like it's like every Asian American is like gonna um is gonna succeed in this way as opposed to like a, another minority group. Like for example, in the class like during our readings, we learned that like uh. Japanese Americans, Chinese Americans, and like uh, Vietnamese Americans and Filipino Americans, like they um, they all like immigrated here <clears throat> in a you know in a um how you say in like the right way you know. But for example, they have different treatments throughout. Like I would say, like definitely. They said that um, I I I believe in one of the readings they said that uh, I think on the median average like Chinese Americans and like Japanese Americans made more uh, money on average compared to like like Vietnamese Americans and Filipino like Americans because they had like different job opportunities and it's just the as it as the years go by, it's like it's like one set group of Asian Americans were kinda um discriminated. Like like when the gold rush happened, it was like uh it was like the um Chinese the Chinese immigrants that uh came and mainly wanted to um start a better life and hopefully have an opportunity to find wealth over here. And they were persecuted really bad and had the Chinese exclusion acts which were very unconstitutional and upon its like inception and that kind of affected like even though it it said the Chinese exclusion acts it kind of affected like all the Asian Americans like it didn't matter if you were like Chinese Japanese etc it was like it was pretty harmful in that aspect Right then. Then, then did Mr. Then did Mr. Parata want to move on to the next quote that we will be discussing? Uh yes. Okay. So speaking speaking about um you know like the different the different um how you say uh like the different experiences that each uh groups has received. Like for example, I. For my article that I researched, it's uh is partnered with USC's uh, Asian Pacific American Student Assembly, uh .edu, and it basically retells like the accounts of like 
different people's experiences and I think the one of the most relevant ones like I would say for like the clash that we recently well not that recent but yeah we we went through was speaking about Japanese Americans in concentration camps and or like pretty much concentration camps so Anyways, uh, I'm going to start with the quote. It says, I just learned recently that a white man created the term model minority to describe Japanese Americans as a way of pitting them against black Americans. Japanese Americans were terrified that they would be put in concentration camps again and thus went through life as quick or as quietly as they could. My ancestors had to go through hell and then pretend it didn't happen. Now, Asian Americans have to deal with this term unfairly and act a certain way. Uh, studious, quiet, smart, nerdy, or else they're looked down upon. This term and its history must be publicized so that people can be educated and that its purpose is to divide uh, people of color and pit us against each other, and we should be banding together and uniting to fight our oppression. So yeah, basically, this kind of links to what I was speaking on before, because... the, like, even though, uh, even though, like, all Asian Americans, like, have gone through, like, the certain, like, you know, their fair share of, uh, you know, harsh treatment, it's, like, everyone has, like, a different experience with the, with, um, with basically how, uh, America was, uh, running at the time, so, for me, I I think I think it's crazy just to see how like even though they were put on like a pedestal as opposed to other like um minority groups, it's like basically uh the Japanese Americans they tried to like build their trust and they fought like so hard like for like the fat like the few decades they were here, they immigrated here and it's like just because of like the war, the World War II that sprouted up uh, with America's involvement following like Pearl Harbor's attack, it kind of like brought out like un well not kind of but it did bring out unnecessary like hateful like uh, racism and like persecution on these people even though even though it's like they're not they're not the enemy like they're not they're not like they're literally Americans, you know. It's like it's like how could you like really like treat um how could you really treat like these people like that when like you know they they quote unquote did it the right way and they are the model minority. And I would like my group members to expand upon that. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I got something to add. Okay. I think like the system kind of works to keep asian americans like lesser mm-hmm. than the dominant race but like so it, it pits asian americans against other races like kind of competing for like a second place position mm-hmm. although the dominant race kind of keeps their keeps their position on top and um and yeah I mean, if you wanted, you could even liken it to the idea of a low, middle, and then upper class, with um, there being contention between the middle and the lower class, because everyone knows that 
middle class is way lower than being up in the upper class, but no one really, but anyone in the middle class really doesn't want to risk losing the station that they're in. So you could liken it like that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I just want Definitely. to anecdotally like uh, this quote that um, Brock brought up, brought up really resonates with me um, as a Chinese American growing up. Uh, the model minority myth was something that I totally was invested in growing up in um, because we were never really taught the history behind that label. And um, I guess like seeing how it harms the, the equality of all races is something that I've seen firsthand. And I even remember um, knowing about, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> the <laughs> affirmative action yeah and like thinking that was so unfair um and feeling like i guess like asians had it harder undeservedly but um it wasn't until i got to college and i found out about the history of what model minority means and i realized how harmful it was just not just to asian americans but to all minorities in general yeah, definitely. All right, so I believe that that will conclude the very first episode as we are currently running out of our 15-minute time for this episode with a mere 2 minutes and 30 seconds remaining. But I would just like to thank all of my previous hosts for their contributions to this week's topic. Next week, um, uh, we will go through both Jerry Chung's and Nicholas Chang's um, uh, um, uh, viewpoints on on um, uh, on the modern on the modern minority myth, and we will hold a discussion. And then after next, and then after episode two, we will start on multiculturalism, which will probably take two episodes as well. But I hope that everyone who took who paid attention, who was watching this card who was watching this podcast had an interesting time and I implore you to also think about your own um, experiences with the modern minority myth if you are Asian and to think about and to think more critically of how that is affecting you your life and your community as a whole but until next time this has been the ethnicity speakers podcast and I bid you all a wonderful more enlightened day all right take care